Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. The holidays are a time for giving and sharing with friends and family. Let McCarthy Services help you give the gift of comfort this season. Schedule a $59 heating system tune-up with McCarthy Services now, and we will give you a voucher for a free heating system tune-up to share with a friend or family member. Call 866-838-1432 for details. License number VA 270 MD Electrical 14694, MDH back 01-117642. Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the weeping, the weeping. Welcome to the Crotch Out Radio Show, where we kick the issues in the balls. We are on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the memes. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I am your host, Louis B. I takes no bullshit from nobody. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you today. Won't be any different today. I'm going to be talking about the good old days in New York City. When New York City finally started to turn around after decades of darkness. Yes, I'm talking about the era of Rudy Giuliani and basically how New York is starting to slip back to the bad old days. Um, basically, um, when Bill de Blasio was elected, I mean, it's um, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. But first, I would like and also also we got a new prank call. 
a new prank call. I it it's been a while since I've been uh, doing some pranks. Uh, I uh, prank called the liberal bookstore, so it's uh it's gonna be fun. So be sure to tell your friends and family to tune in. Of course, we also got some music uh, from unsigned artists that I'm going to be playing in the middle of the show. In the middle of the show, I've been walking in my sleep. So, yeah. But so uh, let's get some news articles out the way here. Um, yeah, uh, Victoria's Secret style show debuts five-year-old girls as lingerie models. First of all, if you want to piss me off, do shit like this. Nothing fucking disgusts me more than fucking with little kids. Nothing fucking disgusts me more than fucking with little kids. What is the whole... Let, let, let me fucking read the article and let me I'll go into this shit. Because when I first read this, I was like fucking pissed the fuck off. Fashion shows are constantly being criticized for their use of either underweight or overweight models or models who in some way don't present the general population. Now new photos have emerged of a show that many feel has just totally crossed the line. Girls who appear to be as young as five uh, have walked the runway in a Victoria's Secret style fashion show in China. The shocking images show that the children were wearing nothing but lingerie, costume wings, and headpieces, all in front of a very very snap-happy crowd. The, the show was held at a shopping mall in Chengdu City in southwest China in Sichuan Province. Or Sichuan. Sichuan Province. I want some of that Sichuan sauce. Um... It comes after Kim Kardashian sparked controversy with her new children's line after showing off a bikini and lace slip dress on Snapchat just last month. (sighs) I'm not dressing my four-year-old daughter in a leopard lace slip dress, Kim Kardashian kids line. Uh, One outrage parent wrote. What do you think of the of this latest display? First of all, why are, like this this is the same reason why I have a problem with these drag kids or teaching children about sex. First of all, the school should not be teaching kids about sex as, as like uh, about or sexuality, should I say? If it comes to biology, like okay, you know, teach kids how babies are made but you know the this whole sexuality teaching them sexuality straight gay everything in between should be taught by the parents at an appropriate age that they choose but the thing is it's like more and more you have i don't even want to say society but you know you have certain elements of society pushing this shit more and more like disney 
Disney keeps pushing this shit more and more. Uh, all these other cartoon network or these cartoon children's networks keep are pushing this shit more and more. It's like I no stop it. And now you have you have you you, you and it always leads to shit like this: the sexualizing of children. First of all, who what what. Whose good idea was it to be like, you know, how's about we put little kids, little girls in fucking lingerie? First of all, why the fuck would you even make lingerie for little kids? That shit is disgusting. Lingerie is only meant for grownups to arouse their partners. I... Don't want to be aroused. Like this should just ugh. like a little a little kid. A little kid? Like is that what we're doing? Is that's what is that's what's the new hotness? Is that's what's going on? Is that like why is this allowed? Why is this allowed? It makes no and who are the fucking parents that are like who are allowing this shit? Who are the parents that are just be like, yeah, this is cute. Yes, let's let's uh, let's let's just enjoy this shit. Let us um, like yeah, I'll I'll write I'll uh, I'll definitely uh, you know. Uh, Sign off on this. Yes, I'll let my five-year-old daughter freaking dress in almost nothing in front of everybody. And and honestly, and some of the pictures you saw, like men snapping pictures, I would have walked the fuck off. I would be like, eh, what the fuck? I probably would have gotten arrested by trying to shut that shit down myself. Because I would be causing a huge fucking stink. I would cause the hugest fucking stink ever. They sexualize children. Why? Like, I I can't even stand 18-year-old girls. Like, I really can't. It's, uh, you know, I, I... because especially the way some fucking little girls act, like eighteen-year-old girls act, it's just like, ugh, you're still a fucking, you're a fucking child. Like hell, I'm I'm thirty-five. Uh, shoot, little girls, five-year-old girls are old enough to be my daughter, and it's like old enough to be my child, and I would not, if I had kids, like no, that's the last thing I would want. For my child. That would be the absolute last thing I would want for my child. Like there there really is a push. There really is a fucking push. By certain elements within society. To push. to, To normalize pedophilia. And whether it's the gay agenda. Certain elements within the gay agenda. The LGBTQ agenda. I'm not saying all of them. I'm saying there's a certain element within there that that allow this, like the drag kids, like allowing drag kids, like like these 
fucking insane parents out there that say, oh, my son, my son, no, my daughter's transgender, just so that way, just so they could get fucking brownie points, just so they could fucking virtual signal to, to, to people around them, be like, look at me, I'm so progressive, my... Uh, my my son is really my daughter. My daughter's really my son, and it's it's so great. Look at me. I'm not freaking out. Like no, 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 no. I'll be like, no. Calm the fucking shit down. You're a boy. You were born a boy. If when you become an adult and move out my house and you want to fucking cut off your dick, then you do that. <clears throat> do that. But no, you got these fucking kids. No, you got these fucking parents drugging up their kids, and then the kids are like, they 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 have deep depression and they kill themselves because they are not really the identity that was forced upon them, the fiction that has been forced upon them, and they destroy themselves. It happens more and more, and you keep pushing sex on kids. I'm sorry. When you're, I don't care if you're 14 and your hormones are popping and you're a boy and, and uh, some 30 year old teacher, I don't know, I'm, I'm going around, but I'm making a point. Just bear with me. And the teacher's like 20 something, da da da, she's hot. You are not ready. A 14 year old boy is not ready for no type of sex. Even a boy that old, a child that old, not ready for sex. Not. It will destroy them. It destroys girls and it destroys boys. I don't give a fuck if it's like, oh, it was consensual. No. It fucks their brain chemistry up. It will fuck their brains up for the bad. You keep pushing sex on children, you're going to destroy their children. You're going to cause more fucking school shootings or any other type of disastrous event to happen that affects society this is not healthy i can't see this i don't see this as fucking healthy freaking letting little girls freaking walk up and down with and brawn like it was ugh, ugh. I'm just I'm I'm disgusted by the thought I, when I saw this on Facebook. I was like, who the fuck are the fucking parents that are okay are okay with this shit? I would be losing my fucking mind. If I was in my old neighborhood of Williamsburg, Brooklyn, which is now Hipsterville, USA, if I saw that this shit being promoted, I would flip my shit. I would go there and probably get myself arrested for trying to shut that shit down. And this goes way beyond. But Louis, you're you're a libertarian. You should you should be okay with this. No, I'm not okay with uh, misleading children. You have to protect children who cannot consent. And no, I'm not. And, and, and when it comes to shit like this. No, the parents can't just like consent to this shit because it is obviously going to harm a child. This is not this is not healthy. It is not mentally healthy. 
I don't. Uh, in fact, I, I'll even say it's not even physically healthy because that you know you're just you're just putting out bait for these fucking sick pedo fucks to come after your child. And there's no cure for pedophilia yet. I mean, there is, but, you know, if you want them to live, I mean, if you want an option for them to live, it doesn't exist yet. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, just because there's a lot, lot of pedophiles out there doesn't mean we throw our hands up in the air like, well, you know, just make it, let's just make it legal because there's so many of them. No, no, you kill them. You make a test. And and if so, make 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 people men and women take this test, they fail the test. Shoot, execute them immediately. Yeah, okay. I'm punishing people for th- for having thoughts, but these are literally dangerous thoughts, thoughts that could lead to harming a child, destroying the next generation, killing. For lack of a better term, killing a soul. And by soul, I, in this instance, I mean like the the um, the personality, the way of being, the way d- d- being secure in your own self. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, next article here. Miko the song and stop. I got that song stuck. That Papa Roach Scars song in Span the Spanish version is stuck in my head. Miko the song está abierto. Me tengo que cejar. Me soportes tanto. Esa es mi debilidad. So, anyways, this next article: Victoria's Secret reportedly continued to work with a modeling agency after it was accused of supplying underage girls to Jeffrey Epstein. Look, this isn't like someone, this is not like, um, no, no. I mean, this is not something petty like, oh, she said something about a certain amount of people. Let's strip her of her, of her crown. It's not like, that's dumb to, to do that. They like you know what you want to know what kills me. These people probably would uh, Victoria's Secret probably wouldn't wouldn't work with someone if they were a Trump supporter. But oh well, you know you you you're accused. Oh, let's give them the benefit of the doubt, even though even though they they are accused of shipping underage girls. Let's continue work with them, give them the benefit of the doubt, innocent until proven guilty. Uh, I'm a Trump supporter. Guilty! Kill him! He's a racist! No, no, we don't have to look into it. He's a racist! Let's send... Let's let's continue working with this modeling agency that feeds little girls to Jeff F, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Who I hope is getting his ass kicked every time. Like, whenever it's possible. I'm sorry. When when it comes to to child rapists, death, death. I mean, there's no don't pack go, don't collect two hundred dollars. Don't even worry. Like honestly, if you, I wouldn't even like if they didn't even freaking if you didn't even reach a courthouse. Even like I'm, I have a right to. 
Nigeria, my <laughs> shut up. I have a right to try to face my <laughs> nope, sorry. So sorry for you. Anyways, let me read this article real quick. <laughs> Let's read this article. There are questions regarding a relationship between Les Wexner and Jeffrey Epstein. Astrid, uh, oh, oops. Les Wexler, CEO of Victoria's Secret Parent Company, L Brands, said he completely severed ties with Jeffrey Epstein 12 years ago. However, according to Bloomberg, the lingerie giants continued to work with a modeling agency that a once that was once accused of supplying Epstein with underage girls. In 2015, Epstein accuser victim Virginia Rob Virginia Roberts now uh Giafrari said in court filings that the Jean-Luc Brunel, an international modeling scout and the owner of MC2 Model Man Model Management, has supplied Epstein with dozens of underage girls. Again, where the fuck are the parents? Where who the fuck is letting their child out of sight? Like if my daughter who i be damned wants to become a a, 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 a what you call it a, a, a model she ain't going no place without me oh we can't afford to fly you whether well, she you can't afford her so sorry for you yeah i don't give a fuck it, it freaking ruins her career no no you ain't going no fucking place without me having your fucking back like, I be damned. I be totally dipped if you try to take my kid for some shenanigans. Shenanigans. Do, 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 do. Shenanigans. Do, 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 do. Shenanigans. Do, 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 because the song is abierto. Oh, the fucking song got stuck in my head. Um, and I can't play it because I don't feel like getting copyright strikes. Would you like a copyright strike? No, no, thank you. Like, stop fucking with children. Like, honestly... I don't have my own kids. I don't. And this is part and, and, and shit like this is part of the reason why I don't want to have any of my own. Because I would go insane. My whole meaning of life would be to protect my child. Like, I would go completely, I would go completely ham for my kids. Like, I don't even have them. I don't even have kids, but the thought, the thought of, of my children. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors 122 million parts are for. 
Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I would, you know, I, I know I would deeply love them. And I would, I attack. I would attack anyone that, that tried to harm them. Oh, let's take your, let's take your kids to Let's take your kids to the Bahamas and no, no, we don't got room in the plane. Well, then you don't got room for her. Sorry. You're not raping mine. Sorry. Like, like, honestly, I don't like the more I hear about the the modeling industry, the more it's like, why do women want to do this shit? Like, why, ladies? Why do you? Why would you want to put yourself through that shit? Oh, for the for the money? Is that the only thing? Is for the money? A um, yeah. So uh, this next article, which um, last week, if you guys remember, I had Ruben. On the show, we were talking about Puerto Rico, uh, about how they're getting rid of uh, their corrupt politicians finally, because um, yeah, their their governor stepped down, and they're gonna he's gonna be going in a few days. Um. Anyways, this uh, this some uh, more Puerto Rican news here. The Puerto Rican news. In fact, hold on. Let me let me play this. Let me play. Let me play the Puerto Rican news music. Me suelte. Stop. We always knew we made it. Play a hate it. We still made it to the top. Bada bing. So, anyways, yeah, Puerto Rican news. We got the Puerto Rican news. Uh, here we go. Uh, in an interview with USA Today, Puerto Rican delegate. It, uh, in the House of Representatives, Jennifer Gonzalez Colon discussed the aftermath of Hurricane Maria on the island and the way President Trump ha- has handled the response. I will tell you that everything that the president said that he was going to send to the island, it's uh, getting it's getting there. The resources are there. The help is there, Cologne said. There are things that I never do, but you know, the president is is always out of the script, Cologne remarked. And I think that's the main difference. 
people are used to having uh, politicians that are politically correct that follow the script. And he's not like that. I mean, what you see is what you get. And that's the way he is. He instructed his cabinet members to treat Puerto Rico as a state in terms of hit of the hurricane. She said, I mean, that kind of instruction is important to have access to all these programs. This is from and uh, in, in her interview from her interview, uh, Jennifer Colon, Jennifer Gonzalez Colon. I'm very surprised that the president was very aware of the situation on the on the island, uh, having daily briefings in the situation room. He actually uh, spoke with the governor of Puerto Rico uh, twice a day during the hurricane and after the hurricane. So that kind of a conversation never uh, that kind of uh, so that kind of conversation never happened before. I mean, this is a new way to have access to resources and communications. I was really grateful that he was listening uh, to problems. Yeah, yeah, he, he doesn't care about your fucking island. You know how many times I've heard that shit? Trump doesn't care about your fucking island. From Democrats. He's a racist. Trump's a racist. He doesn't care about your fucking island. Your fucking island. You know how many times I heard that term? Your fucking island. Huh. Huh. Word. Is that how you're going to talk to me? Is that how you're going to talk about my people? Talk about my island? Your fucking island. Because he hates me. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, great. <laughs> Getting tired of these racist Democrats. These racist white Democrats. These real racist right Democrats. You're too stupid because you're Spanish. You're too stupid. They pay you get paid by he pays you. That's the only way because you can't think for yourself, Bet Mittler. Fuck Bet Mittler. Like honestly, rusted out bitch. You only support him because you cause you cause you get paid. Oh, man, how many times did I fucking print this shit out? Print out the same fucking article. My bad. My bad. Nobody, baby. So, no, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, I know people are probably just watching the fucking debate. Uh, I, I, I can't stand them. I can't stand it because I know they're all a bunch of idiots. I know the whole Demo- all the Democrats there are a bunch of idiots. I don't want to deal with them. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with them. I I really don't. Like, cause all I know is I'm just gonna get pissed off, and I'm not voting for not one fucking Democrat anyways. So why do I have to watch? I'm not watching the fucking Democrat debates or the master debates. Because I know they all fucking suck. They want to give away fucking free shit to people that don't fucking pay into nothing. That are that come in here 
illegally. I'm a brown person, so I could say that shit. Like, why do I want to listen to that horse shit? That wah, 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 AIDS. Like, no, sorry. I'm not dealing, I'm not, I don't got to put up with this shit. Tired of this crap. Hmm. So, what else we got? Um, yeah, so back to this article here. Um, Joy Villa slams Bet Midler as a crusty racist over Twitter post about black Trump supporters. And trust me, as a Latino Trump supporter, I get the same amount of hate. And they feel fucking justified calling me a spick, saying you're a fucking island. It's good that your fucking island got destroyed. Da da da. I'm like, word? Oh, you wanna get slapped? You wanna get slapped? You want me you want me to play hands on you like a Baptist preacher and banish your fucking ignorance out your fucking score? I will gladly do that in the name of Jesus. So anyway, let me stop before I get fucking struck down. Um sorry, Lord. Um Actress uh, actress Bette Mittler is facing backlash for a social media post in which she suggested that the black attendees of one of President Trump's recent 2020 rallies were being paid by the campaign to be there. Look, there are African-American men in this shoot, in this, in this shot. How much did they pay them? To be background, Mittler, 73, wrote in, wrote in a post on July 24th that uh, that was a comp accompanied by an image showing several African-American men behind Trump at a recent rally. Many fellow celebrities were quick to call the actress and singer out on her post describing the comments as being racist among them was singer and vocal Trump supporter Joy Villa Villa Joy Villa she's Spanish she's a Latina who initially slammed Mittler on July 24th for insinuating that black Americans have absolutely no mind or values of their own before calling the actress a crusty racist in a separate Post on July 26. Really? Really, Bet? Really? You're this crazy to insinuate black Americans have absolutely no minds or values of their own and would only support their country and at real Donald Trump for money? Shaking my head. You probably think that they're all pimps and black women like me are just hoes, too. Hoes, too? <laughs> yep. <laughs> In her July 26 post on Twitter, Via shared photos of herself at Trump rallies last year saying that she was not paid to attend the event. Here I am, a black woman with a black man, uh, hashtag blacks for Trump. Search, uh, see it at front and at the last Las Vegas and Springfield, Missouri at Donald, at real Donald Trump rallies last year. Airfare, six grand plus food, $200 
a hotel, $500 plus. Amount I got paid, reimbursed, gifted to attend, zero at Bet Miller is a crusty racist. He's a crispity, crunchity racist. But according, but on the left, it's okay for them to be racist. It's okay. You're fucking, you're fucking island. You're fucking island. Along with Via, other stars in Hollywood have criticized Mittler for comments. Hey, Bet Mittler, you sound racist. At real Donald Trump did not pay my black any black people to support him. We can think for ourselves. I never received a check. Uh, received a checked a checked. I guess that was. Uh, you know, really, twi- Twitter. Can you allow us to fucking edit? Can you let us fucking edit? Like, um, Gab lets you edit your tweets. Like, I would love to be able to fucking edit. So that way, you know, if I fucking misspell something, I realize, oh, shit, I misspelled it. I could go back and be like, I could fix it. So that way I don't, like, look like an idiot. Because <laughs> honestly, because sometimes I tweet shit fast and I don't freaking pay attention. I'm just like, okay. Ugh. He's like, oh, you can't spell. No, I can spell. I just made a fucking typo. It's it's a fuck. It's no big deal. Fuck me. Anyways. <laughs> Has anyone received a check? I support the I support the POTUS for free. Actor comedian Terrence Williams wrote. Yep. Uh, Cheers star Cheers star Christy Alley also denounced the post, calling calling it one of the most racist, degrading jokes I've ever seen on Twitter. This one, this is one of the most racist, degrading jokes we've seen on Twitter, and that's saying a lot. We get it, bet you hate Trump. That's your right, but to imply black black men have to be paid to celebrate their own political views is pure racism and background. What the fuck, Ali said. Mittler was previously in the spotlight. After Trump criticized her last month, spreading a fake quote that she accurately claimed the president had previously said. The fake quote was spread among opponents of Trump in 2015 and was debunked by fact checking site Snopes. If I were to run, I'd run as a Republican, it reads. They're the dumbest group of voters in the country. They believe anything Fox News, uh, anything on Fox News. I could lie and they'll still eat it up. I bet my numbers would be terrific. He certainly knew his crowd, Midler uh, captioned the post. The post has uh, since been removed and Midler apologized for sharing it. Responding to the post, Trump wrote, Washed up psycho Bette Midler was forced to apologize for a statement she attributed to me that turned out to be totally fabricated by her by her in order to make you your great president look really bad. <laughs> she got caught just like the fake news media get caught a sick scammer, he added. So, yeah. Yeah. You're, but hey, you know, 
it's it's okay for the left to be fucking racist. It's okay for the left to freaking uh, say you're fucking, you're fucking, you're fucking island. You're a spick. Like I've been called that. No, I mean that's not me exaggerating. That's not me freaking trying to like uh, do fake news. Like I, I like you know I've been called a race trader. Like that that shit pissed me off. That shit still pisses me off when I think about it. Some white boy, some white fucking boy, calls me a calls me a race trader because I'm a Trump supporter. <laughs> I've been called a Uncle Thomas, like a a Theo Thomas, uh, Uncle Thomas. They they say Theo Thomas because I'm Spanish, because I'm a Latino, not Spanish Latino. There is a difference because I'm not from Spain. Um. <laughs> But anyways, all right. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> ladies, prepare for to be asked for a vagine or bo- a bobs, vagine or bobs, like for pick to get pictures from of vagine and bobs by uh, Indian men, because apparently. Not one girl was born to 132 villages in an Indian district in three months. Officials investigate female uh, feticide. A recent Indian government report shows that none of the 216 births recorded in 132 villages from a northern Indian district are girls, leading local officials to suspect female feticide. Furthermore, 16 of those villages have not recorded a single female birth since the beginning of the year, according to the district's magistrate, Ashnish. Yeah, forget it. (laughs) I'm not even going to fucking attempt. Goodness. Officials in the district of Utakashi, fuck that, State have uh, have marked eighty two villagers as red zone eighty two villages as red zones to closely investigate local data and have asked local health workers to stay on alert. Female filicide has been banned in India since nineteen ninety four, but still uh, continues in areas where. Communities place a higher value on boys than girls. So, yeah, I mean, now you have all these girls being born or not being born. And now, now, like, this is the short sightedness of this type of practice because China does that. And now they're now, you know, you have all these, you know, all these bachelors and not enough women. And what? And honestly, women can only get pregnant once. So it's not like, you know, you get, you know, you can marry multiple men and then just, you know, each have a turn, a chance to shoot the tray up in that piece and get pregnant quickly, uh, quickly and, you know, rapid, rapid fire. Crossfire. Don't get caught up in the crossfire. So, no. But now, now you got now you're gonna have these horny ass fucking Indian guys 
Like, oh, let I love you, baby. Let me see your bobs and virgin. Let me see bob, boobs, boobs and virgin. They're gonna be fucking. They're gonna be parched. They're gonna be fucking dehydrated. Dehydrated. Would you? Hello, my friend. I am very dehydrated. Do you have any pussy for me to borrow, please? I would like you. I would very much like some of the pussy, please. Can I get the pussy, boss? Give me the pussy, boss. <laughs> Can I get some pussy? Excuse me, madam. Would you, do you have any pussy you could spare for me? Please, thank you very much. So that that's the fucking conversation that's gonna go. So, anyways, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start the top the the main topic of the show, but first, but first, I'm gonna be playing this. Uh, I'm gonna be playing this uh, uh, prank call. And here it is. The this is a this is a bookstore, a liberal bookstore, a liberal bookstore and activist place in my neighborhood. Um, it's an activist center and bookstore. And uh, yeah, I called them and I uh, decided to make a complaint. So check it out. Hello. Hi. Hi, um, do you have anyone that, that takes complaints over there? Takes complaints? Yes. Uh, yeah. Wait one second. Okay. Hi there, how can I help you? Hi, yes. Um, I was in your, uh, LGBTQ section and someone came up to me and said that that section wasn't for me. And, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, and, and to be honest, I'm not gay, but, you know, I'm trying to become more of an ally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I wanted to look up stuff that would help me understand the experience. I mean, because, I mean, I'm, I'm a Latino, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have many family who are of, of that community, and I want to be more supportive. And I, I was basically told to leave. And I didn't know if if the person works there. Uh, She had a she had her one side of her head shaved, kind of plus sized. Like I I don't know I don't know if if like I'm welcome there. I I don't I don't like all I know is I figured let me. May I say something? Yeah. Um, That person definitely does not work here. I don't know who that is. Mm. And um, I'm one of the collective members who runs the space. Right. Um, and I want to assure you that whatever um, one said to you, you are absolutely... Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Welcome here. Yeah, I, would I mean, love to help you yeah. find books or learn about certain communities, and I'm really sorry that you had that experience here. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, 
you know, I I I was, you know, cause I don't know how she was able to guess this being Puerto Rican. She's like, I, I'm I'm just glad that Maria hit your island. I'm like, what? And I figured, let me let me leave before I'm the one that got, got in trouble, you know. So you know, I I figured let me let me not make a big stink. Let me just leave as quietly as possible. Let some let me cool off and call and see if you know if I could you know apologize for me invading your 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 space. I I had no intention of being disrespectful. No, um, if well, I hope that I would understand if you didn't want to return. Mm-hmm. But if you ever do, and every, anyone you have you ever had an experience like that, just please come talk to staff, and we'll help figure out that situation with you because that is really, really not representative of what we want our space to be. Yeah. And I really am upset, and I apologize. Yeah, I mean, it's like I, I, I'm like honestly, I, I. I hate to be this guy, but I, I don't think I would feel safe there. That makes me really sad, but I understand. Yeah. Um, um, and we don't, like, monitor everyone who comes into our store. Right. You can't, and it's, you know, it's New York. I mean, she was, wearing, she was wearing a Ilhan Omar button, if that makes uh, any, um, oh, I mean, Ilhan Omar button. You know, yeah. uh, so I don't know if that narrows it down. Um, she had this other button that um, had the three um, arrows pointing down. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that means because I'm fairly new uh, to, to, um, to well, all it's this. It's an Antifa symbol. So. Oh. What, what's Antifa? Um, an anti-fascist. Isn't that what everyone's supposed to be? Ideally, yes, but lots of people aren't. But also you can be, you know, trying to be anti-fascist and still be really racist. And I'm really, really sorry that you had that experience here. I mean, I was just looking at the books. I was like, just like, you know, I I was kind of like thinking out loud, like, okay, would this help me learn? Would this help me learn better? You know, and like, those are not for you. You have to leave. And I'm like, I'm just trying to learn. You know, this is why the hurricane hit your 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 island. I'm like, wow. I'm like, so I just I just put the book down, and I and I left, and I was like, okay, uh, yep, uh, online for me, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I can really assure you, I don't. I know all of our regulars. I don't. I've never seen that person before. Mm-hmm. Um. And they have no authority to be policing our bookstore. Mm. Uh, this is, like, a place that people should be coming to try and, like, learn and expand and, like, feel safe. Yeah. Um, I wish there was something else I could do other than apologize. I can give you my email. So if you ever want to, like, talk more about, I mean, either, like, beyond the experience that you had, we can talk more about, like, um, what you were trying to research right. or... Um, ways that we can help you feel more safe. To be to be honest, I I would feel like too much of a, of a creep. So, um, would you explain that? It, I don't know. I I just um uh I I don't, 
I, I, I really can't. That's understandable. Um, I mean, I would like to think that this person, I don't know, had some sort of rationale behind it. We have gotten, like, or we've been getting a increased number of people who, like, come to the bookstore specifically to harass mm. folks. Um, but that's really the job of the art staff to do. So, and not so is it... So is this store run by anti-fascist group so, extremists? Um, we're not like a specifically affiliated group. We're um, a large group of volunteers. Mm. Um, and the store is run as an intersectional feminist activist space. Ah. But I, I don't know of any of those words. I'm I, Like I said, I am very in, inter, intersectional tactical feminist. Um, um, an intersectional feminist activist space. Oh. Um, so, this is the sort of thing that I would, like, be totally happy to keep talking to you about over email, because everyone has to start somewhere. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, And I, you're I definitely not the first person who came here, wow. like, not knowing all the words and, like, not knowing the most up-to-date, like, movements or whatever. And like, I've been oh, happy to talk to those people also. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I didn't come there to be any type of phobe is like I you know, I, I I'm like I'm sorry if I, I caused you any trouble. Um, no, I, 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 I please, please I, I, I'll go. Not I, I'm sorry I'm sorry in the situation. Yeah. I'll I'll go. I'll go. Um can I give you my email anyway? I, I don't feel comfortable. Okay. Well I'm really sorry. Okay. I really wish that hadn't happened. Mm-hmm. Um and that I had been able to do something in the moment. Yeah. Um, um, I, anyway, my name is Matilda. Have, have a good day, Matilda. Thank you. All right, have a good night. <laughs> I made her feel like shit. <laughs> Just, I made her feel like complete shit. <laughs> yeah, but... Oh, you got people that go to these liberal places to to fucking harass, really? See, yeah, I mean, look, I'm right there. Liberals like to fucking be racist, and they fucking love to, uh, you know, they fucking love to 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 harass people and treat other people like shit. Cause it's not about being progressive; it's about being fucking dominant. To, to be the virtual signaling Pharisee of the world. Anyways, I'd like to give a big shout out to Liberty Under Attack there in the chat room. Um, so I'm going to play this song by Someday Static. This song is called As I Die. And then I'm going to go into the topic about how, how I really now understand the wisdom of Rudy Giuliani. Especially in in how New York City has to be governed.
That was sec- uh, that was Someday Static Weird Their Song As I Die. Welcome back. This is the Crotch Out Radio Show where we kick the issues in the balls. We are broadcasting on multiple platforms right now. So a big shout out to my people watching on Facebook, on Periscope, on YouTube, and on DLive. Thank you for ch- uh, checking us out. And if you are listening to the, to the archive on the... Uh, on Spreaker, thank you for listening on Spreaker, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and wherever fine podcasts are heard. Thank you for checking me out. And uh, feel free, drop me a line at crotchshotradio at yahoo.com. That's crotchshotradio at yahoo.com. Or text me at 347-927-6824. That's 347 347- Nine two seven six eight two four. If you want to text me, and uh, yeah, so basically, I started off the show talking about how I want to um, that I finally understand, you know, the wisdom of Rudy Giuliani. And I know that sounds strange coming from a, a libertarian. And, I mean, the, this is something that, I, you know, I've been pondering for a while. I was pondering doing this show for a while. And I guess, I guess the way I could rationalize this is because New York City is a big city. It requires a certain certain things to run smoothly that maybe a small town doesn't need. Um, like, case in point, a subway system, a, you know, a transit system. It requires a transit system. It requires a garbage removal. And it requires police. Um, I thought you were a Republican now, says Liberty Under Attack. No, no, I'm I'm still I'm a libertarian. I'm still I'm a registered libertarian. Um I I am um I would consider myself classical liberal. Um and it's just that certain Republicans um I agree with uh some of them. On some positions, um, like I'm, I'm like a, I'm a Ron Paul libertarian, if that makes any sense. I, I got into libertarianism through Ron Paul, and what Ron Paul says is, makes a lot of sense. I'm not a war hawk. I'm not a neocon. I think we should get the fuck out of the Middle East asap. But um, yeah. But when it comes to like, but let me get back. Let me stay on topic. Um. So New York City needs like um. No, no, and he's like, yeah, lol. I was just messing with you. No, no, I just wanted to, like, you know, it also helps, you know, for people that that want to understand. So you know, I don't mind explaining that. But um. But when it comes to New York City, um, you know, and I've had I have had libertarians on the show uh, that were running for uh, office, 
Um, and even Larry Sharp, he he said like, look, there's certain things that 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 won't work in certain towns, and it and it, and like in certain things that New York need New York City needs, and I'm talking about the within the five boroughs, which contain which are include Bron- Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. Those are the five boroughs of New York City. That's that's basically what I'm talking about right now. Not to be confused with New York State. Not to be confused with Long Island. Those are separate entities. I'm talking about within the New York City five borough limits. There are certain things that we need that might not be needed elsewhere. Under Giuliani, um, Giuliani was called, you know, got called the whole fascist. Um, because of a lot of his broken windows policies. In fact, hold on, I I took some nerks. Um, this is an article that I that from uh, City Journal. Uh, New York's drop in crime during the 1990s was was correspondingly astonishing. Indeed, one of the most remarkable stories. In the history of urban crime, according to University of California, um, law professor Franklin uh, Zimmering, with uh, while other uh, while other cities experience major uh, decline, major declines, none at, was as steep as New York's. Most of the uh, criminologists' uh, explanations for it, the economy changing, uh, drug use uh, patterns, demographic changes have not uh, withstood scrutiny. Uh, Readers of the City uh, city Journal... Readers of Sydney Journal will be familiar with the stronger argument that the New York Police Department's adoption of quality of life policing and such accountability measures as CompStat was behind the city's crime drop. Um, you know, I also want to add to that. Like, look. The NYPD, I mean, uh, um, under Giuliani, there was a troop buildup. Giuliani hired more police to have on the street. And uh, again, uh, and also, yes, with cops that they were able to allocate certain resources to certain areas and to, re- to respond to certain things. Also, you know, we, you know, the... The mayor actually supported the NYPD. Actually supported um, allowing the NYPD to do its job. Um, and you know the part of the reason why I'm bringing this up is because uh, the the um, the disrespect that the NYPD has been going through with um, police officers getting doused with water and the police police officers being too afraid to do anything because with Mayor de Blasio or Mayor Dickbag, um, 
is basically basically cutting off the balls of the NYPD because if they do anything, they will be thrown under the bus. They will be they will be uh, allowed to be called racist and whatnot. And I'm and I'm sorry. Look, I I, I live in the hood. I live in the hood. Um, and a lot of these motherfuckers. I'm sorry. A lot of these motherfuckers, especially of African American descent, they have zero respect for anybody. Anybody. And they feel like they should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. They should be able to hurt whoever they want to hurt, bully whoever they want to bully with impunity. And if you and if you um and if you call them out on their bullshit, they want to scream racism. And look, a crime is a crime. If you commit a crime, black, white, purple, whatever. And you resist, you're going to get your ass kicked. And I'm talking about true law. I'm talking about the true laws. Like if you steal, if you destroy someone's property, if you defraud, or if you cause harm. And in a city, in New York City, you need to have a strong police force to maintain order. This is just a social con uh, social contract that we have. Um, you know that that we have in New York City that we pay taxes for, that we all collectively um, get together. We pool our resources, and hey, yes, we're going to pay. For a police force, we're going to pay for the FDNY. This is what we do in order to have a a um, a stable society here in New York City. And when you have a mayor that is second guessing or or willing to for or willing to uh, virtual signal, and 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 I mean this is this is going back to one of my last. Um, Going back to one of my last uh, 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 podcasts, last shows, where I'm talking about how virtual signaling is it's it's destroying politics is destroying is destroying freaking society because you're gonna you're gonna make people so afraid too afraid to do their jobs because that whole he's a racist the police NYPD a racist. And no one's going to fucking defend him. No one's going to be like, hey, well, he did resist arrest. He did. He was doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing. And he was resisting arrest. He made himself a threat. And he had to. Well, he didn't have to die. But he got killed because he made himself a threat. And like I'm sorry, when it comes to New York, you have to sweat the small stuff, like the whole broken windows policy, the whole quality of life policy. This is why, I guess, up until now, people gearheads know that some projects need so many parts it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. 
That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Weren't shitting in the streets. I'm pretty sure it's happening now because now you have more homeless on the street. Um, and honestly, it's not because of lack of money. It's not because of lack of money. Because, look, I work at a homeless shelter. They shoot. Shoot. The way they, they have so much food for these people. They have so much money for these people. But it's become an industrial complex. It has become an industrial complex where... Well, let me let me, let me get all... I'm, I'm like on topic here. Okay, Rudy was... Uh, Rudy Giuliani understood that the pent-up demand for public order and... Uh, and built his success, successful 1993 run for mayor on quality of life um, themes. Once in office, he um, he appointed Branton, who had orchestrated the subway success, and understood that the importance of order maintenance. As New York's police uh, commissioner. Under Bratton, the NYPD brought enormous capabilities to bear on the city's crime problem, uh, particularly CompStat, its uh, tactical uh, planning and uh, accountability system which identified where crimes were occurring and held local commanders responsible for their areas. Uh, Giuliani and Branton also gave the force, forces members clear vision of the business of the NYPD and how their activities contributed to it. In short, a theory previously advocated largely by elites uh, filtered down to the inspired line police officers who had uh, constituted a largely a largely ignored and un- underused capacity. Yeah. Once the NYPD joined the effort, the order maintenance movement expanded between more, uh, more. Port Authority initially initially skeptical took about uh, Kelly's approach in the subway, and Grand Central and Penn stations took similar action to restore order. The Midtown Community Court uh, spawned. The Center for Court Innovation, a nonprofit organization that helped develop the Red Hook Community Court in 1998, and bids increased for from 33rd in 1989 to 61 in 2008. Yeah. 
I mean, I, but then, then now you have, now you look today. I mean, look, this, this is basically what Giuliani did. I understand. Like, and, and people got pit, people were so angry. Um, you know, how he sweat the small stuff. Yes, I get it. It got annoying for me too. Even, and this was when I was still fairly new into politics. Unfortunately, in a city like New York, you need certain controls. You need certain things to be looked after. And this is the con that that's just basically part and parcel in living in New York City. So or or else you would have you have shit going on now. You have people getting shot, getting stray bullets hit by stray bullets. It's happening almost on a weekly basis. It is starting to get bad out here. Again, the bad old days, and you can't you can't be worrying about somebody's feelings. I'm, you know, you're not gonna please you're not gonna please people. You're not gonna please everyone. There's gonna have there's gonna come a time where you're gonna have to crack a few skulls in order to stop uh, uh, the next uh, the next attack, the next shooting from happening. And I'm not talking about you're going to have to vi- you have to give up your rights. No. You're not giving up your rights. You're respecting the rights of others, you know, really. I mean, it's not like it's like, oh, you can't you can't curse out in the street. You can't do this. No, it's like, no, you're not going to spray paint on someone's building. You're not going to destroy someone else's property. You're not going to pollute the air that we all breathe. You're not going to take a shit out in public like that. You're there's certain there's a certain behavior that must be maintained. You're not going to be you're you know it's just it's prevention. It's not having a Gestapo, it's not having a a um a Sharia force. It's not. It's not like that. But when you when you don't allow the cops to do their job, what are they supposed to do? If they're too afraid to do their jobs, and and, and people throwing buckets at their head, be like like um. Hold on. Let me see. I, I let me let me before I close out this show. Let me play this one. Let me play this clip. Um, it, um, you know that New York City is. Uh, they proposed a new law where it would make it illegal to throw water on cops, or uh, like there there would be a penalty to throw water on, on police officers and douse them with water. Because I mean, look, the, the one of the points they like they made. Was um, oh well, what's to stop them from throwing uh, acid or throwing acid in somebody? So let me. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Oh, here profile. So I retweeted this from ABC. Let me let's let us play. Ready? 
Good, good, good. Time to remind us. Uh, phone's off, all right? Phone's off. I know it's a second pick. Everybody ready? Everybody's good? Lovely. All right. Good morning, everybody. I'm New York State Assemblyman Mike LaPetri and joined alongside by fellow Assemblymember Mike Riley, as fellow Assemblyman Mike Montesano, and Assemblywoman and Congressional Candidate Nicole Maliotakis. Additionally, we are joined in solidarity with various police unions. We have to my left New York City PBA, led by President Pat Lynch. We have the New York City Detectives Endowment Association, led by President Michael Palladino. The NYPD Lieutenant's Benevolent Association, led by President Lou Turco and Vice President John Beatty, the MTA, PBA, and New York State's Association of PBAs, led by President Michael Mira. We have Robert Iaboni, New York City PBA, George Winkler, New York City PBA, John Puglisi, New York City PBA First VP, Tony Milo, New York City PBA, Corey Gravel, New York City PBA, and Lou Matarazzo for the New York City DEA, LBA, and CBA. We're also joined alongside Suffolk PBA, led by President Noel DiGeramo, Nassau County Correctional Officers Benevolent Association, led by President Brian Sullivan, the Nassau County SOA, led by President Kevin Black, and the Nassau County DAI, led by President John Wighouse. It's a sad day in the history of New York State when we have to legislate civility. It is even a sadder day in the history of the greatest city in the world when a culture of disrespect against our police has been fostered by radical left-wing politicians like Mayor Bill de Blasio. Woo! Radical left-wing. Now, because of the anti-police rhetoric that has been perpetuated for years by this mayor, the overt disrespect has reached a tipping point. Gone. That wouldn't have happened under Giuliani. After the days of peaceful protest, we now have individuals literally drenching on-duty police officers with buckets of water during routine patrols. Patrols aimed solely at protecting the quality of life in the neighborhoods they served. This time, it's water. But what's next? Gasoline? Acid? What will it take for radical left-wing politicians to abandon their hostile anti-police rhetoric towards law enforcement? This detestable anti-police narrative has created a divisive climate. An us versus them mentality. This cannot stand. We must send a strong message that such acts will not be tolerated. We must end this cruel and infectious. And I'm sorry, this is just a, this is a symptom of, like how he said, a radical left-wing policy. And radical left-wing is not freedom. It is anarchy. And I'm not talking about the good anarchy. I'm talking about people running a fucking muck and causing harm to other people. Feel, and, and and just using the whole, you're racist, to be able, so that way you could like stun people and be like, oh, 
you know, I'm a bad person. You know, here, you could kill me. You could have my wallet. It's not right to like, you know, they, you want to, you want, you, these are people that want to be free to cause harm to you and your family. They want to make it so that way you are free, that, that they are free to hurt you. That's basically what it is. And de Blasio fosters this. I wouldn't. And de Blasio's fucking. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the the dickhead. De Blasio is, is fucking Antifa. I'm just gonna throw it out there. De Blasio's fucking Antifa. Just behavior before it escalates to a life-threatening attack. We will not wait until these attacks spread like wildfire against the law enforcement community. That is why I proudly introduced legislation, legislation supported and promoted by the New York City PBA and all of our police unions that stand with me from across this great city and Long Island. I mean, if the police are not allowed to do their job, why even bother having police? Like, you have these cops, they're, like he said, they're patrolling in order to keep areas safe, to keep it free from drugs so that way kids could play outside and be safe and not get hit by stray bullets, not be murdered, not be raped. No, you're going to dump water on them because you don't, you, you hate having a babysitter. They're not being a fucking babysitter. They're your protector. They're protecting you. They are there to be a deterrent for crime, a deterrent. They're not searching you. They're not rummaging through your house. They're not saying, where are your papers? They're not doing that. They're keeping an eye out. They're being a deterrent. A criminal sees them like, oh shit, they're the cops. There's a term in the hood. You're making the, you're making the block hot. Which means you're you're uh, you're causing the area to have a high rate of of attention being placed on it by law enforcement. Do you think that, like, look, these people dousing or drenching police officers water, throwing buckets at them? You think you think that's not? Um, You know, you don't think that that's uh, uh, making the block hot? Like, they just fucked themselves. Because now the cops, you know, now they're going to go and they're going to start arresting people. And and you know what? Hey, bring on the gentrification. (laughs) This legislation will criminalize this despicable behavior. This bill would make it a felony to throw or spray water or any other substance on an on-duty police or peace officer. Now, there are some that may call this penalty harsh. But if you ask us, the only thing that's harsh is the blatant pattern of disrespect towards police that has been cultivated and encouraged. It's not just a, a blatant disrespect towards police. It's also a blatant disrespect towards everything. 
there is a because of de Blasio and the far left radical leftist politicians like how he phrased it and I like how he phrased it they they just want to be free to be bullies and and you have people like de Blasio that are just enabling them this will make it a felony to do that to a New York City police officer who's responding to your calls for help. So I thank everyone that stands here, our law enforcement from across the state, our, our elected officials that have the courage to stand here with us and push this. So now we're going to take this and we're going to push further, push it into Albany, and we expect support. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate it. Next, I'd like to introduce... The President, Michael Mir of the New York State Association of PBAs. Michael? Thank you. You know what? When, when, do we lose, when the hell do we lose our common sense? When do we lose our common sense? When did it become okay for people to laugh and jeer and throw things at police officers who are working trying to protect our communities? When did that become okay? I mean... Mayor de Blasio, instead of sitting down with Dante and telling him, like I did with my kids, it's not just inherent in the black community, every person with common sense sits down and tells their kids to, when they encounter police, to deal with them with respect and dignity, and then they'll be okay. But maybe Mayor de Blasio should sit down and address the people of New York City and say, let's get some common sense back here. Come on, this is disgusting. Anybody that watched that, if you don't have a sick feeling in your stomach, you want to live in a, a lawless society where this is an accepted norm? It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And I, I, I commend these legislators for doing this. Imagine that we have to promote and foster legislation to criminalize something that is it, it, such a common sense thing. I mean, it, it's amazing to us. It's amazing to us as police officers. Who's going to be a police officer anymore? We're, we're villainized. We're, we're demonized. With throw, things are thrown at us? Do we want to live in this lawless society? Or do we want people to become police officers and be good, honest, hardworking citizens protecting the people of New York State? So thank you for this legislation. Thank you for these legislators for standing up with us. Thanks, Pat. That was a great words. And uh, we hope this legislation moves quickly through the legislature. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, all members of law enforcement, for being here and supporting this legislation. So, yeah, um, I really hope it does get passed. I really do. It, you, you shouldn't be causing harm. You're impeding people from doing their job. So, it, um, I mean, again, this thing, this shit wouldn't have happened under Giuliani. Shit is getting bad here in New York. Things are getting worse here in New York because you have this coddling going on. Everyone wants to be. Um, they don't wanna. They don't want the. They don't want the issues. They don't want to be like, oh, you're a racist. Yeah. Okay. How's it working for New York City? It's obviously not working. It things are getting worse. Like the police are are, are doing their job in spite of De Blasio. 
I just wanted to say that. I mean, you know, to to re yeah, to make my point. If it wasn't for uh, Giuliani uh, putting in the quality of life uh, laws into effect, um, goodness, New York would probably be like Detroit. And, you know, now in a few short years, I mean, it's uh, the Basio, geez. How did he get reelected, man? It just, but he's gone. And hopefully we elect a Republican this time. Or a Libertarian. <laughs> yeah. And they bring back the whole, the wisdom of Giuliani. Anyways, I'd like to thank everyone for this. Oh, wow. Sorry. <laughs> tired. Sorry. <laughs> like to thank everyone for listening to this show. Um, come back like next week. Follow me on Facebook at uh, uh, the uh, Louis B Comedy on Facebook uh, at Louis B One on Twitter at Louis B One on Gab Louis B on Minds Louis B on Parlay. Um, just search for Louis B on on whatever social media and uh, well Louis B One on Instagram and uh, definitely uh, you know. Give me a follow. And as always, from my house to your house, mahalo. And that's the end of my show, donk. Help the Crowd Shout Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for. From survivalists and riot gear to beanie babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash B and just shop normally knowing that you're helping support the Crowd Shout Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash Louis B. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. From the moment I walked into MedExpress, everyone was so helpful. There were smiles everywhere, and they got me on track to heal. What we do is much more than urgent care. At MedExpress, we call it urgent caring. Real patient testimonials portrayed by actors.